following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here we are. Do we call this a victory Monday? Yes, we Absolutely. do. Yes, we do. There we go. Stampeding into Eagles week here on Mick Shots. Mm-hmm. And as I like to say, when Bill's missing, three out of four ain't bad. <laughs> Bill is trying to save his voice. I heard him last night. Uh, on his uh, CBS 11 newscast, and it was a little rough. Was it? So he still did the, the newscast? But he did it. He got yeah. through, and I was thinking, golly, sounds better. <laughs> better than last Friday? Friday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was having a tough time. So you've got Mickey, Savannah, and Everson on this glorious Monday. Beautiful day outside. Beautiful day. And unfortunately... Or fortunately, I should say, we're in the SWBC Mortgage Studio at the Star. And I think we got a little victory Monday there after Mm -hmm. finally the Eagles lost a game. Got beat by San Francisco 42-19 on the... I guess it was the late game. It seemed like it was a night it game. It seemed like it. Finished, Man, they were right? into the night. Right? They did, yeah. All, all night long. Did everybody watch it to the end? Yes. Very... Not, not a bunch of penalties, though. I didn't see lots of flags flying around. You think that was an overcompensation for well, there should the Cowboys have been, game? There should have been one in that <laughs> evening game. Uh, I don't know if you watched the Packers-Chiefs game. I watched a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You didn't watch towards I, I, I was the at, end? I was at the Christmas party. Yeah. The the uh, Packers cornerback or safety just mugged uh, the Chiefs uh, receiver at mm-hmm. about the, I can't remember if it was the end zone or about the 5 or 10-yard line. Jumped on his back, had his arm around his <laughs> neck, and knocked the ball out with his other arm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Good play. No penalty. Wow. And Chiefs get no respect. Pat, Patrick Mahomes said, well, you know, we got the is what it is, uh, but I'd rather them let us play than call every little thing. And I'm uh, going, I understand that, but well, that no, wasn't, they have, that they wasn't have been a little benefited. thing. <laughs> he has always been benefited from uh, P.I. calls right? as a quarterback. He yeah. has always benefited from that. I'm surprised. Maybe it's because they don't respect the roster anymore right you know you, they had a hell of a roster when they was getting all the calls now all of a sudden receivers can't get open you know he's looking human yeah and you know to me Patrick Holmes is the only quarterback and that's including my man Dak he is the only quarterback to me that can win a game by himself well he couldn't last night not last night he got loved to death about <laughs> well, that Uh, Packers winning that game. But going back to the San Francisco Eagles game, Mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, the Eagles, you know, been teetering on a loss for three weeks in a row, and they they finally uh, lost one, which means 
Uh, the Eagles are now in first place in the NFC East at 10 and 2. The Cowboys are second at 9 and 3. Mm-hmm. And we finally get the game we were looking for coming this All Sunday of America night. America is looking at forward AT&T to this game. Stadium. The Cowboys, mm-hmm. with their four game winning streak, have an opportunity now uh, if they can beat the Eagles and tie for first place. Uh, in the NFC East with four games to go. But again, they got to take care of their own business. Yes, sir. Somebody finally kind of helped them out. Uh, and San Francisco did a number on the Eagles uh, last night. I was just kind of wondering what your guys' thoughts were on how San Francisco dealt with the Eagles in that game. Uh, my first thought is Debo Samuel. There you go. My man, Debo. (laughs) He was a beast for the 49ers yesterday. He really was. And Brock Purdy, phenomenal yesterday. Another near-perfect performance. I think his quarterback rating ended up 148. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Debo, four catches for 116 yards, including the 48-yarder. Two touchdowns, and he had three carries for forty-two for twenty-two yards and a touchdown. So he was almost single-handedly the difference in that game. Well, he's still upset about the uh, playoff game. Sure, he is. And he was talking trash after that game, you know, because he knew that they were handicapped because of the they the ran out of quarterbacks getting, that getting could hurt. actually throw the ball. So he's been seething. To get it at this game. I mean, he's been talking noise ever since the end of that championship game. So he was finally able to come through and and put the, put his money where his mouth was. Okay, what did you guys think about the Dom head of security for Big the Dom. Eagles? <laughs> and uh, does everybody yeah, know the, him? Does everyone know him? I think that was know my him. first right. time. Like, <laughs> I've never heard of the guy. Right. Yeah. He's. I guess he's known in Philadelphia. Yeah. Big Dom DeSandro. The standing mm-hmm. ovation from the crowd was just leave it to him. <laughs> so, so a my big... thing is, why did why did he get ejected? Well, did you see it? I saw it. Yeah, I mean, he didn't do much. Was I mean, it he, because he... he was breaking up the the players, and he kind of got himself involved in it. That's the only way you're going to do your job. You got to yeah, get involved but, with but it. But I don't think everybody has a security guy in the sideline to break up anything that's going on on the field. Well, that was really on the sideline at that point. Yeah, it was, but yeah. it was still part of the field. So, wait, how do you... Well, okay, so as okay, a security so guy, that you make a good the, point. Here's the part where they left off, is that, okay, the thing spilled into the, the sidelines. Side Deontay Smith and Dre Greenlaw. Greenlaw. Okay. And the first thing I saw, was they're, they're John, and Big Dom takes his hand and puts it in the chest of Greenlaw. Yes. Like to back him off. Yeah. And Greenlaw took because it. Because Greenlaw was right. pressing. But he but he but he took exception to it and then reached out and his hand kind of got in Big Dom's face, right? So he gets fifteen. It was, yards. It was, a, it was a finger. Yeah, a finger. Was, yeah. yeah, just a brief. You little, couldn't see the finger yeah. from yeah. that angle, but it was a but finger. But a finger. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. And so he gets 15 yards for that. Well, yeah. he got 15 yards for the tackle, yes. right? That that was he slammed him down. But he got kicked out for the other part. And, and I don't think either one should have gotten kicked out. And then they kicked Dom out to a standing ovation. I, 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 but once again, he, <laughs> leave it to a big burly Italian guy to 
get a standing ovation in Philadelphia. But he didn't. He didn't do any. I mean, all he did was his job. He didn't really mouth off at, at uh, Greenlaw at all. Because, like I said, Greenlaw was pressing him, and he's like, "Yo, man, get back!" You know, he was trying to. And Greenlaw was pressing, so he had to press back. But I think there was some exchange in there too that the uh, he didn't uh, say the, much either. Fishy, well, we couldn't hear. Yeah, well, he must be the good. The official at, saw something. He must be a ventriloquist like, because right? he seemed <laughs> he seemed to be pretty, uh, you know, even keeled on the whole thing. I thought it was very surprising. That was very surprising. Well, but I think both of them should have stayed in. It's no big deal. Well, but it 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 was almost comic relief in a very tightly contested game. Right? That, that they thought that was gonna. Inspired the and Eagles. they went and scored they right. Did, but that unfortunately, was, it after didn't that, inspire their defense. I think the yeah. the 49ers ended up scoring three consecutive. Yes. They yes. scored touchdowns on six consecutive possessions. Mm -hmm. Six after Away they fell home. behind six to nothing. That lets you know how we should have beaten and crappy the Eagles weather in too. Philly. Yeah. We should have beaten them right in Philly. With the exception of those two plays, mm -hmm. it might have looked that That's way, right? Mm -hmm. right? That's right. Um, so here's what, other than that, and I, I just kind of laughed at it because it just, <laughs> uh, Shanahan didn't think it was too funny to have his guy thrown out yeah. uh, because of that. Uh, the well, 49ers ran the ball 28 times for 146 yards against that Eagles defense. That's Debo. And McCaffrey. Debo had 22, and McCaffrey had 93, and Mitchell 13 more, and some guy named Mason 2 for 10. So, But they ended up with 146 yards, 5.2 yards a carry. That's what really stuck out to me, other than what you said about Purdy, mm -hmm. uh, with a 148-8 quarterback rating, and that's coming off of – it was either the last game or the game before when he had a perfect 158-3. So, um, yeah, he was awfully uh, good. Uh, and um, San Francisco, I mean, six consecutive possessions with a touchdown. That, to me, was remarkable. McCaffrey is old school. He, the way he runs the ball, mm -hmm. the way he follows his blocking, and, and trust me, he's able to make the moves that he makes because you have a man on a man. But the way he's able to pick the right spots, the way he's able to set up his blocks, you know, you hadn't seen running like that in a long time. I mean, you used to see that all the time with Dorsett. You know, we saw his speed, but we never really res respected how Dorsett used his blockers to, to his advantage. McCaffrey is a guy... You just don't see running backs doing that these days. Kamara used to do it with right. the, with the uh, Saints all the time. That's the way Christian McCaffrey is running the ball right now. He's not like he's not special to where if he doesn't have any room, then he's going to make room. That's not how right. he does it. He reads his blocks perfectly, and his footwork within space it reminds you of Aaron Rodgers when he's in the pocket. You know, you, you wonder how he's able to slip here, slip there. And, and operate in small space. McCaffrey is a running back that does that. And you just don't see that anymore in the NFL. I didn't mean to do that. But they, that. they just showed the interference <laughs> call that they didn't call. Uh -huh. uh, I don't know if this is the play or it's at. No, it already, they, the, no uh, that was the last play. Yeah. It was the play before. Mm -hmm. they, they just they just showed it. And that got a little shove there on 87, but that's just <laughs> a Hail Mary, right? That looked like wrestling right there, mm -hmm. didn't it? <laughs>
But but you know what? The the way you described it, I would I he runs like he's on a conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. He just kind of slides right through everything. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of congestion too. And it's not like he's physically bumping off of people. Nope, he is he not. just slithers he's, through. He's moving. He's moving his way through. Yeah. You know, slithering his way in and out. And it's the like I said, the footwork is amazing. When we saw one play where he hurdled a guy in space. You know, he just he hurdled right over the guy. I mean, to be able to do that, and it wasn't just one of those hurdles like you see the tight ends doing. No, this was a hurdle to where his feet were back on the ground quickly, and he was to make able to make a move off of the hurdle. That's difficult to do. You got to have good footwork for that. As Ferguson did on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It wasn't that kind of hurdle. No, no. His his was you know a little bit more stealthy. So watching the Eagles defense yesterday, what did you pick up going into this Sunday when we're when we're playing them? That I bet they're the leaders in the clubhouse on signing Shaq Leonard. Mm. I think they you think so need a linebacker. They do. We'll see. And yeah, keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. I was no, I've been keeping an eye on it all morning. Uh, last night, uh, David Moore from the Dallas Morning News he reported free agent um, Shaq Leonard is expected expected to take the rest of last night mm-hmm. and this morning to decide between Cowboys and Eagles and inform the teams today of his decision. So and it's like I told you. It's a waiting you, game now. Told you <laughs> this on, is crazy. I told you on this Friday really the Cowboys <clears throat> expected the decision to be made on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So maybe he made it and he's going to announce it today. Uh, so is he the kind of guy that goes, okay, uh, I can help Philly turn the corner? Yeah, or, I don't, or, or I don't is he know. the kind of guy that goes, you know what, I love it in Dallas, and this is the place I want to be right now. Cowboys are trending upward. I don't, I, I don't know him up. very well. It's a toss up. Um, so I, I and again we didn't think it would come down to money since he's still getting paid by uh, the Colts. Now this is opportunity, right? This is all about opportunity. You know, like I talked about my experience with Seattle and, and the Giants. Yeah, more money is one place, but where's your real opportunity gonna be? Uh, mine was New York, thank God. But you know, what does he think? Does he feel like he's got a better chance with the Cowboys, or does he think that he would, is just what? Philly needs to not let that happen again. Right. Yeah. To get 40, what was it, 41, mm-hmm. 42 put on him? He probably thinks, you know. I can come in and save more. the right. day. I can save the day, right. You know, Cowboys, you know, hell, we need some saving too now. I yeah. Mean, it wasn't like our defense was out there blowing it up. No, no, exactly. Especially the last game, right? Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. Uh, oh, we'll yes. keep an eye on it, what time he decides to uh, make his decision or which team. Um, yeah, I, I just – I didn't get a good feel here, but you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 I don't know. You saw him here? You saw no, him no, here? I'm saying from what I've talked to the folks yeah, here yeah. that uh, – no one, no one can put a finger on it as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, the, and, and I didn't know, I didn't, I never got anybody to say, well, it felt pretty good chance here. Mm-hmm. So it'll go we'll either see. way. So if we, if and we, I still don't know that he's the savior for anybody. That's either, my point. By the that's way. my point. Because, I mean, we could look at Evans. We could still look at Evans. You know, he didn't get much of a chance in the game. You know, he's still trying to ramp himself up on how to play, how to play on the field. You know, that game was. Pretty helter skelter, not just for him, but for everyone on defense. So mm-hmm. to just call him out and say, "Well, he he got beat on that play." I mean, 
Yeah, he's going to get beat on a few plays until he gets his legs back under. I was trying to see how many snaps he ended up getting. Well, I think you, last week you said twenty something. That was the week before. The week before it was. It was. Uh, he had. Oh my. Three, three, three defensive snaps. Mm-hmm. But he had thirty-two special team snaps. Mm-hmm. So, or th- no, I'm sorry, nine special team snaps, thirty-two percent. Okay. So, he didn't play very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and that was the guy. Remember when they brought him in? It's like, oh, the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, veteran like mm-hmm. knows knows what he's doing out there, mm-hmm. but it took him a while to get adjusted into. He's still trying to get here. adjusted. He's he still trying. He wasn't with the team during camp. He wasn't he was, with anybody. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. And I think maybe it shows. Mm-hmm. So, and 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 um, Leonard, I mean, he's he, he's not like some big middle linebacker you're going to put in there, right? He's an outside linebacker. He's a playmaker, though. Yeah, he was. He was was a playmaker. That's what he does. Uh, So we'll see how that goes. And everybody says, well, they need another big linebacker. And I said, they got one, Mm -hmm. 250-pound Micah Parsons. Mm -hmm. Just let him play linebacker. Mm -hmm. I don't know about your thoughts on it, but it just seems like he's more versatile at linebacker than he is at defensive end. There's no doubt. They know where he is at defensive end. And we could still play with it. You know, we still put him on the, at defensive end when we need a rush, which is what we've been doing. Right. You know, in crucial situations. But I, I, I got to say, um, we talk about Parsons. When I see he and and uh, Lawrence on the same side, mm-hmm. uh, that gives me great joy. <laughs> you smile when you <laughs> see great it. Great joy. <laughs> you know, because you see what Parsons did in the game. But Demarcus Lawrence, his the last three series, the last three series of plays. He turned the game around for us yes. defensively. And no yes. one really said much about that. Uh, the screen pass that Gino was trying to throw at the end on the fourth down, you know, he kind of could have gotten it off, you know, even though Parsons was in his face. But D-Law was right there. Not only did he shut down the offensive lineman from trying to get outside on him, he also interfered with the running back who was going to catch the screen he, pass. He delayed he him. He delayed right? all of that. I mean, it, it was very subtle. You know, because all we saw was the explosion from Parsons. We didn't see the little nuances that was going on with D-Law at that time, you know, between that offensive tackle and the running back. He's having a quietly great season. He always does. He's flying under the radar, but he's getting the job done for us. And not to mention the the fourth down. Exactly. The fourth down, that was even before uh, that was anything. an amazing play, was, by the way. He went all the way inside. It wasn't an accident. He went all the way inside, came back outside, and made the play. And we need to take a break. But after you said that, so I saw finally somebody did what I said they should do on the tush push. <laughs> it didn't quite happen soon enough. Yeah. But uh, the San Francisco, I don't remember who it was. It, it was a defensive back. He got over the top, mm-hmm. behind Hertz, and he horse collared him. He did, but he if did. you're if you're in 
the box, you can horse collar mm -hmm. a running back. They sure did. Right? He and he back. tried to he yank him, him back, back yeah, right? Yeah. It was too late. Mm -hmm. But he, he finally did what I said. That's what you need to do. Just go in and grab him from the back of the net. If you're going to do that, it's going to be better if it's like two yards to go. Not one. At one yard to go, yeah. you're, you're not going to get there in time. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't, by mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. All right. We continue here on Mixed Shots, and we'll kind of give you an idea where the Cowboys are. Going forward in this big Eagles week on Mix Shots. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket and the smoker. Miller Lite and the Cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. And we are on the Shaq Leonard watch right now. <laughs> and Stephen Jones is talking to 105.3 The Fan. And he said just a little bit ago that we have no idea right now. It's a work in progress. We'll see. There's been a lot of back and forth. Had a great visit. Laid everything out for him. Our vision for him and how he could help us win a championship. I think he enjoyed his visit here. But obviously there is more than us involved here. We'll just have to see. All right. Up to the minute. What does that sound? Uh, that doesn't sound good to me, Spags. Like he's not even yeah, hopeful. Like he's, he's, he, it sounds like, you know, sounds like he's just trying to get the best deal. Yeah, yeah probably. Just, just, yeah, so once, if, if this is not enough, 
you've seen what we're doing. If right. this is not enough and you hadn't made a decision yet, I don't think he's going to do it. So the Cowboys, who have to take care of themselves, uh, get back to work today uh, after having a three-day weekend. Hope everybody else enjoyed their three days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You know, the, the good thing about it is Bill talked about it last week. We were a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. We were a bit tired. And to play that way and to win while fatigued, that's, that's a good win. That's a pretty good win against a team that's – I would imagine, I'd be surprised if the, the, the Seahawks don't do well from here on out because they're playing desperate. I, I'd be surprised if they, they don't do uh, as well as they did in the Cowboys game against their other compo- uh, opponents. But I, I, we were a tired team. We still won against a good, a well-coached team mm-hmm. and a quarterback that was playing his best game. I think that was the best game I've ever seen Geno play. I mean, you got to look at it. I mean, he was throwing – he wasn't just, wasn't just our mistakes. It was his playmaking that really kept him in the game. So, to survive that, I think we're, we're, we're going to be so much better off with rest this time. And now we're going off of nine days, is it, of a period until this Eagles game? So they had the three days off and then mm-hmm. this week, so yeah. nine days of mm-hmm. rest, which is right. great going or into Or not the rest, but not having to but play yes, a game. exactly. <laughs> My God, they better not be resting this week. They'll be practicing. I want them knocking heads. <laughs> no, that, that's true, though. You you know, and, and a home game and another home game. Right. So all of it bodes well for the Cowboys this week. So, uh, and I heard someone said that, uh, well, the Eagles, you know, they had to play three games in 13 days. Okay, got it. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, got it. Right? Yeah, Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. We got got problems too. Yeah. Yeah. No one one said the Cowboys only won 41-35 because they had to play three games Mm -hmm. in 12 days. Uh, But at least uh, they'll be back in the building today. Uh, As a matter of fact, here on DallasCowboys.com. Well, maybe not. Uh, at least we have a Mike McCarthy press conference mm-hmm. at 1 o'clock because mm-hmm. uh, I don't think we've been airing the press conference live. Uh, but it will be on the website. So um, did you guys watch the Detroit game? Anybody? I no. did. I did. A, a couple plays of it, but I was watching the Texans-Broncos game. See, I did another good game. I didn't do justice to either, but I had both on at the yeah. same time. Yeah, uh, along with the college uh, <laughs> playoff show, mm-hmm. right? So, the Lions nine and three now, and it looked like the Saints were going to get them, and they hung on to mm-hmm. win 33-28. on the road. On the road and moved to nine and three. So, um, they are you know one of the teams that are nine and three. Uh, in the NFC, uh, and, uh, you know, the Cowboys have to play them going forward, second to the last game of the season, and, boy, their rookie tight end had a pretty darn good day, right? Laporta, nine catches, 140 yards, and one touchdown. I think it was one play where he was just all all alone. <laughs> right? <laughs> Running a long time. <laughs> it took him a while like to get down the road. Either of the three of us could have caught that <laughs> That's one. That's right. Uh, I think what what impressed me, other than him, was the fact that they were able 
to run the football, and mm. I think that's something the Cowboys have to be aware of. Uh, 26 carries for 116 yards uh, with their two running backs, Gibbs and Montgomery. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's something that uh, you better uh, be able to stop uh, when you play uh, the Lions, who play pretty darn hard, although uh, they got to lead and they let the Saints uh, back in the game. So, uh, But that's down the road. The Cowboys have to deal, like I said, with the Eagles Sunday night, AT&T Stadium. And I thought the uh, the interesting thing now coming uh, out of that uh, game and into this one is who the Cowboys have left to play and who the Eagles have left to mm-hmm. play. So we're well aware uh, the Cowboys have to take on Philadelphia, go to Buffalo, go to Miami on Christmas Eve, and then Detroit Damn. the following Saturday, and then Washington. The Eagles at 10-2 and two have the Cowboys. Then they've got to play the Seahawks, Giants, Arizona, and the Giants again. Hmm. How do they get that? I think we had it like that one year, didn't we? Play like one of the, yeah. like Washington, yeah. maybe two of the last yeah. three games. Mm-hmm. Uh so they still have the best record in the NFC at 10 and 2. I guess in the NFL because the best record on the other side's 9 and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh San Francisco has to play the Seahawks, the Cardinals, Baltimore, mm. Washington and the Rams. Mm. So they got to deal with the Seahawks, the Ravens, and kind of a resurgent Rams team, yes. right? And a, a team that knows them very well. Right? Yeah. They've, they've played. And who knows? The Cardinals, they seem to sneak up on people. Oh, golly, man. They just get on your nerves, don't they? They're just like a, a itch you can't get rid of. You know, that loss, <laughs> that loss still haunts the Cowboys. Yes, it, it really does. does. Because it's an NFC loss. And in the list of tiebreakers, mm-hmm. if they end up <clears throat> tied with uh, Philadelphia, meaning they have to beat them. Um, the fourth tiebreaker is NFC record, mm-hmm. and the Cowboys would might have just one more if they don't lose, other than to the Cowboys. Yeah, um, they would have one more NFC loss, and it would be Arizona. And by the way, Detroit nine and three, leading their division. They've got to play the Bears. Broncos, how about this one now? Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. Okay, again, S- same here we go. deal. Yeah, uh, as uh, hmm. the Eagles have. So Boy, you can that's s- no picnic for them either. No, going down the stretch. No, not at all. Now, and they they are a team. They're a lot like the Cowboys in regards to you can get you know. You can go, fall in love with how they win and the talent that they have, but sometimes they just stink up the joint. Right? Yeah, I mean they just do it sometimes. I think they are us last year. They are us last year. And and at least they would have a – they got a two-game lead on the Packers. Hit your standings there. or Because th- the Packers won last night. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that got them to seven and five. They are six and six. Six and Packers. six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they got a three-game – In the hunt. They got a three-game yeah. lead on them with five five to play, but the mm. Packers are playing better. So that kind of gives you an idea of what these teams uh, have going 
down the stretch here that uh, are at the top of at least the NFC. Um, you know, in, in the three divisions, um, the leaders are 9-3, and 9-3, and three, and, three and 10 and 2 except for the South, mm-hmm. right? So, <laughs> oh, my God. I think, <laughs> I think we have the toughest stretch. Atlanta jumped in. Oh, we do to have the, the toughest stretch. We have the toughest stretch. Yeah, especially with the two on the road against the AFC. And this is the time after, well, starting this Sunday, you have to show up. This is where everything matters. Yes. Especially against if you're coming up on Buffalo and Miami. And right. Miami, they beat the commanders this week. 45 to 15. That was in Washington. I think it was in Washington. Mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill just uh, trying to say it that I can say on the air. (laughs) They ran roughshod over him. Let's put it that way. You know, this Dolphins team, and we'll get into them next week, but I I think they're somewhat of a a front-runner team as well. Yeah, when things Washington. are going well with them, they are just so good. And then you wait on them to show up, like against Philly. You know, they came out there, and it looked like they were going to do everything right. They couldn't even hardly pass on a secondary that Philadelphia has that really isn't that good. Mm-hmm. And they had a tough time with that secondary. You, blow, you just blew out somebody by 70 to something. And then you come to Philly... And you can't – you've got guys dropping passes. Tyreek Hill dropped a touchdown. You know, those kind of things happen. And that happens when you get more pressure on you than you can handle. And those are the kind of teams, if you put that pressure on them, then they're going to they're gonna fold. They're going to fold. And I'm hoping we can do that to them, so, even though it's at their, at their place. So we, we kind of did what Dak told us not to do. We looked sideways here for uh, that segment. When we uh, return here on Shot, we're staying in our lane, and we're going to analyze these Cowboys and what we feel like they need to do best down the stretch to be able to have a chance to win the NFC East. Shot's continuing in a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. 
You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back, back to mixed shots. Tis the season for youth football and dance camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance. Learn for, from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash camps. Very good. Savannah, as we continue here on Mick Shots. She stumbled. I did stumble. <laughs> I didn't even notice it. <laughs> Sounded good to me. Call me out ever since. <laughs> I just gave her love last week. I got I to gotta be, you know, fair. Exactly. She stumbled. She stumbled. All right. These Cowboys. Um, what do we want to see out of them to be able to beat these Eagles or what they need to improve on going down the stretch. What running game. Running game. Running game. We need to do that. We need to get better at the running game for the rest of this year. We've got to get better at it. We, we, we're feeling comfortable. You know, Dak's doing this thing. The offensive line protects better each week as far as the pass is concerned. And that makes me feel good. So we don't feel like it's such a uh, – uh, um, a hazard for Dak to be back there passing as much as he is. We're almost going back to the same pattern that we had with Kellen Moore was here. You know, we're passing a lot. We're passing a lot more mm-hmm. than we really should be passing if we want to have a good running game. But they're protecting so well that it really doesn't leave us in a panic. And so Dak, oh, there were times in the game Dak was back there for a minute. Yeah, I, saw, I mean, one time he's back there, it looked like six seconds, mm-hmm. and he didn't even move. He didn't even have to move. He just kept his feet going. And so that's all good. But eventually they're going to, you know, Philly and, and Buffalo, Miami, their team is going to say, okay, we're going to start playing the pass, and we're not even going to start worrying about the run because they have right now outrun. We did okay. I think uh, Pilot well, had 70-plus yards or it, something. It looks good. From a numerical standpoint, mm-hmm. Pollard had 68, but they had 136. 30 of that, though, was C.D. Lamb on end arounds. Yes. So if you take his 30 out, they're at 106, mm-hmm. 32 carries for 106. That's three point whatever That's tough. a carry. Yeah. That's tough. It, it, we're, we're only doing it. It's only effective in regards to keeping the defense honest. That's the only way it's effective, the fact that we would attempt the run. It's not that it's a successful play. Just the fact that we attempt it, okay, we'll keep them honest. But they really aren't threatened at all by our running game. I want to see a rotation with Rico Dowdle, who can create those pockets for Tony Pollard. Yes. We need to see him move the line of scrimmage a little bit. And then not only that, but I'm – personally a little sick of the <laughs> toss from Dak to Tony Pollard. Well, we scored once. 
We did. Yeah, but in we the field. Did, but it's so repetitive <laughs> yes. all the time. And, and we he need keeps to have, going sideways. He never he, cuts exactly. up. <laughs> Let him run the ball. Let Rico Dowdle run the ball. That's it. Mm-hmm. So the last time when they played Philadelphia, they had 21 carries for 73 yards. It's three and a half yards a carry. you got to at least get the four, mm-hmm. right? Uh, now, they've done a little bit better job these last um, five games. Um, so 102 against the Rams, 168 against the Giants, 107 against Carolina, 100 against Washington, and that that's Washington, right? Well, see, the, the problem you have is, you know, you, you don't open things up for the passing game. You just right. don't, you know, and... Every time we run, not only does it not open it up, it's a deficit because we'll end up losing two yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we'll start off maybe nice a good a passing play in the second and two. Next thing you know, you end up third and five again because we lost three yards trying to go wide. And it's, it, that has been consistently happening, you know, to where we have had negative plays when it comes to rushing plays. Pollard had a 16-yard run. Okay, that's fine, Mm -hmm. but nothing more Mm -mm. other than Lamb's 24. But from a running standpoint, Rico's long was eight yards. And that was a tough eight. I remember that run. He he did all that on his own. He did that on his own. Carried them. Yeah, he busted through three people to get the eight yards. So to me, it's not almost – the average, well, the average yards per carry is important, but you need some chunk runs to back people off. Yes, right. Yes. To truly make, threaten or the make, secondary, or maybe they come, uh, they have to put another guy in there to prevent there a big go. play. Bring them down. Yeah. Bring them down. Yeah. And and that's what's not happening enough in that in mm-hmm. that running game. And we're still successful when it comes to the pass, but once again everything doesn't work well all the time. There are going to be times when we won't be able to get that Gotta third go to and eight. Buffalo. Yes, man. You know, the, the, you don't know what the weather's going to be like. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have to switch over and go to that humidity, that oven in, in Miami. You know, how long can you think the, you think CD got tired being targeted this past game? <laughs> you get him well, in it was Miami. He was always 17. <laughs> right. He, we, you know, we're going to have to spread Different this thing story. out. We're going to have to spread this thing out. So these are the kind of things that, you know, they kind of mess with what our uh, trend is. You know, every, every game we're not going to be able to pass our way out of it. And we need to be careful in that. So we have to be more diverse. You were getting ready to say? Were you agreeing with the I was, run? No, I was agreeing with the run completely. Mm-hmm. We need to run the ball more. We need to get that set up this week to establish the run game for the remainder of the games Man, this season. Tell me about it. And for me, um, from a defensive standpoint, uh, they need to <clears throat> either continue or get better at putting pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And not just when we're ahead. Right. Because, I mean, what did they, they, they only sacked, what did they sack Geno like zero times? I thought it was one, but, it, but they said it didn't count. We sacked, we we sacked the, the running back. The we running the back. Trip, <laughs> the trip from Michael Parsons, said that was not a but sack. that wasn't a sack. They yeah. had the one, and it was on their running back, Dallas. 
Yeah, of course. But back to that. Because it was a kind of a yeah, he was a throw something. Throwback. Double throw, double yeah. throw. But wouldn't the, the, the league go through uh, the different plays and see that that was a sack by Parsons? Wouldn't they allow? Wouldn't they give that to him if they they review everything, the calls all week? They wouldn't go back and look at that play where I thought clearly Geno's knee was on the ground before he threw. Well, the ball. but they didn't count it. But uh, you know, a lot it was of times an incompletion, okay. so they can't change that. Yeah. So he doesn't get a sack on right. it. But he should have because his knee was down. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they didn't even review it. Uh, to tell that you, crap the truth. only happens in Dallas. <laughs> it only happens in Dallas, bro. I think also. This week, we have to clean up the penalties. Oh, no so doubt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank during you. During the Seahawks game. Yeah. You have to look at those. Thank you so much. Or yes. get a different crew. That meaning crew. officiating <laughs> crew. <laughs> well, both. here's the thing. We fuss about it, and, and uh, Pete Kell, you know, hey, I'm going to address this. Hell, we're still the most penalized, the two top penalized teams. So it's not like we're surprised that they were throwing a bunch of flags. Maybe they came in anticipating a lot more than we actually had. Maybe that's why that was their mindset. Okay, we don't want to let this game get out of hand with too many guys that could get into a melee right. because guys would be fussing about getting held all the time. So we're going we're gonna to stop this now. Okay, we're going to stop this. We're going to stop the bleeding. But what they did was just extended the game for 30 extra minutes. It was a long game. It was a long game. What did I tell you it was? 325? Yeah. Yeah. Three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And when you play, you're starting late. You're not a three o'clock game, right? If Pete wants to do something about flags, then coach better. Because <laughs> they, they, there were a lot of justified flags on both sides. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and and so... That's a good point, and 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 they do need to clean that up. Mm-hmm. So what it, they had, it gets us in a lot of trouble. They had ten, and that means if you add that to their total now, it's ninety-one. Ninety-one total penalties. penalties. Yeah. Jeez. So you go to Buffalo, crazy weather, make a play, everything's chaotic. Mm-hmm. It comes back. You can't afford that. Can't afford that. No. You cannot afford that. Go to Miami. We're already hot and tired. Now we got to go run some extra plays here because we keep. And when you're fatigued, you also are prone to more penalties. Right. So it's too late in the season to expect a change. I would be surprised mm-hmm. if there was one. It's too late into the season to expect that. Now we're, that's just another handicap that we're going to have to deal with. Well, and there are. I'm kind of with McCarthy on this one. The, the, the penalties of aggression you live with. The false starts and lining up in the neutral zone. It's like, come on, can't you see? Yeah. We need some better vision. <laughs> it ain't that hard. It's right there. What do you need? It's right there. The ball's right there. Okay. It's right there. I don't, it's not. It's right there. I don't know what else you need. <laughs> and it's not moving until it moves, <laughs> it ain't moving right? Until it moves. You know where you got to line up. There it is, right there. You have all these these lines on the field. Those are yardage. That's yardage. Okay, you're right there, dude. They don't change. It ain't that hard. They need the they need the blue line out there. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Why See, don't we you, get the benefit of the why blue don't you line right. wait wait? Why don't you have more DBs lining up offsides? Well, We're way down here, yet we can see where to line up, and the right. ball is way over there. These linemen are right there on the ball. 
Oh, I, I, my bad. Come on, bro. It's just too much. Too much. We close it on that one. They need a blue line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we will close mix shots and we will be back tomorrow here on DallasCowboys.com. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!